Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. This is episode 356. Yes, my great listeners, it's only me. Me has the power. Robert is off on vacation. He's off to Europe. He's actually coming back today. He's probably on a plane in mid-Atlantic. Let's hope he lands at Los Angeles successfully. Um, but we've got a great guest. We've got Jason Byer of Crowd Spring. Um, I'm going to let Jason introduce himself and what Crowd Spring does. And we're going to be talking about the difference between brand and brand identity if you're a real estate agent or a brokerage. And it should be a great discussion. So, Jason, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Appreciate it, Jonathan. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here because branding is just that secret sauce. It's that way you stand out. Uh, it's a very competitive market, no matter what industry you're in, but uh, certainly for those in real estate. So my name is Jason. I lead marketing and partnerships for CrowdSpring.com. Uh, we've been around for 15 years. We help businesses build their brands. Uh, that's their graphic designs, their their core brand identity, like their logo, coming up with a company or product name, and then designing all of the marketing materials. Uh, all of our pricing is public. We have 100% money back guarantee. And uh, it's a really fun process to be able to go through the branding process. We're not an agency. Uh, we we have dozens of creatives. Uh, well, we have 212,000 creatives on the platform. And when you post a project, you you engage with dozens of creatives at a time, getting uh, different different designs. So we see a lot of brands. We give a lot of feedback on brands, and that's really what we're going to talk about today. All right. This should be a fascinating discussion. So, you know, like in the title of this episode, um, brand, what's the difference between a brand and a brand identity? So I'll kick it over Ab- to you. What is absolutely. the difference? And why is yeah, your real estate agent? Sorry. Yeah, we typically just you know throw that term around without fully understanding what what it means, and and some might not even be familiar with what brand identity means, and and so your brand very simply is every every touch point, every interaction somebody has with your company, okay, and so this could be uh, the email signature, this could be uh, the car that you drive, and how clean it is when you step out at a client's um, house. Um, this could be, this could be your name. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, how quickly you respond to clients when they have questions. Uh, your brand identity is everything visual about the company, right? So this gets into your logo, your marketing materials, the colors you use, uh, the yard signage, uh, your social media presence and, and how well, um, uh, how consistent all of the colors and the the languages that you use in these channels. So your brand is everything to do with your company. And brand identity is a subset of that where we look at the visual elements of the brand. And so, you know, this is where you get a chance to stand out. It's it's a chance to use certain colors to talk to your market, right? And so if you're if you're in an affluent market, you know, you're selling to uh, to, to folks million plus, you know, real estate properties. There's certain colors and fonts that you want to use that signal you're talking to the right person to handle your your sale, right? Whereas if you're talking to first-time home buyers, it's a very different language and different color palette that you would use to be a little bit more inviting. You want to turn off somebody, um, you know, somebody that's first buying their first home might think, you know, I've got a lot of questions. I, I'm not the person who's, you know, done this three, four times spending a million dollars. I'm 
I'm an entry level. I've got maybe some dumb questions I want to ask. Your branding should reflect that audience. And so really what we're getting at is the foundation to a brand and a brand identity, the visuals, is understanding who your audience is, right? Mm -hmm. Are you the real estate agent for a specific group? you know, for veterans, first-time home buyers, single moms. And I think this is where a lot of people struggle is, is that they, they just want to serve everybody. You know, they, they'll take any client. But if you've been doing this for a little while, that may be fine in the beginning. If you've been doing it for a little while you've, and successfully for a little while, you've probably found a trend. You've probably found a group that you either enjoy working with or that refers you more. You know, they account for uh, more of your success than maybe another group. And sometimes you have to look a little bit harder. Maybe it's not quite as simple, um, but you have to understand what, you know, what people look at you for. Are you great at explaining the real estate process to a first-time home buyer, Or do you bring a certain presence and charisma and professionalism that somebody purchasing a million plus um, property is going to be looking for, right? And so Really, to build a strong brand and a strong brand identity, you want to understand who are we talking to. Does that make sense? Oh, you're really speaking to our prayer sheet because me and Robert, over the past three or four years that we've been doing this podcast, I think the two things that we've hammered away, Jason, is video, 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 video marketing. And the second thing is if you try and market to everybody, you're effectively marketing marketing to nobody. Um, but at the beginning, you've got to build your business up. The dropout rate in the real estate industry is either measured at, at 80 to 90% dropout in the first year. It okay. is a really tough industry. Um, so to get the ball rolling, you normally back the sooner you can find your niche, either it be based on geography or veterans or all the other things you've pointed out, the more the more you're going to be a, um, be able to place yourself in front of the pack, differentialize yourself. So I'm in totally agreement. But Jason, mm-hmm. um, it's a bit tricky because I see so many people getting this wrong. It seems pretty, you know, I would say straightforward, but sensible. And I think a lot of people that are listening to us would agree with what you've outlined. But have you got any, you know, apart from not hiring one of your designers, one of your experts, why do you think so many people still get all this so wrong? I think it's a couple of things. I think, I think for one, you, you mentioned you want to start getting some traction. So you start and then that traction builds its own momentum. So now you're just taking leads and, and, and clients from everywhere and you're never stopping to think, you know, uh, what, what's the common nexus between all of these sales, all of the success to start narrowing in on that. Uh, that's, that's the first part is just, is just rolling too quickly. I think another part is, is feeling that it's too late. You know, maybe you're just you're just you already have success and and you don't want to jeopardize that by saying, look, I don't want to niche down just to veterans, because what if I lose, you know, a couple of these other groups that occasionally come in? And, um, you know, so there's a there's a fear there, which I'm sure you guys have talked about, you know, that that it's worth pursuing. And there's ways to to test the market a little bit. But your past your past success is the greatest indicator of your future success in that market. If you've been doing this for a bit. 
But look, there's one of my favorite sayings is the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is today, right? You don't want to wait too long before you say, you know what, let's commit to doing this. The other aspect is, is what, what do we mention right in the beginning about branding? Branding is every touch point somebody has with your company. And I think this is where a lot of people struggle. They may like their logo. They may like their marketing materials, but they don't look at every touch point a customer has. One thing that drives me crazy is to see an AOL email address or a Yahoo email address. It's that instantly loses credibility, right? You're, you're, you're showing your age in a way that, that doesn't show your experience, just your, your focus in, in the past in a way, right? So when you use, when you don't use, um, you know, the best way is just use a branded email, right? So it's, it's your name at your company. Uh, but if you're not going to go that route, and those routes are, are very inexpensive now, certainly look at, you know, what would be considered a more professional email, something more acceptable, like Gmail or iCloud or something like this. So it's every touch point we've got to look at. You know, when you pull up to, you know, the the site, your outside of your car might be clean, but what does the inside state look like? Right? You know, what what is what does our, our professional presence look like, you know, with our with our clothing? Uh, how do we answer the phone? Do we always sound tired and 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 uh, exasperated, right? Um, how quickly to respond to clients? These are all part of your brand, right? And so if we start looking at each of these, we can start to build a more consistent brand. Um, is this making sense? Oh, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it does. Um, what's your position when it comes to, because um, I don't know, uh, first of all, with some of our um, listeners, can you give some ideas? some idea around price what 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 kind of budget do you sure so log would you suggest log what are some of the key things that a real estate agent should start off with working with you to improve or or to develop is it the logo is it the business cards is it what I sure. have, do you have some basic packs that are aimed at the real estate industry? Absolutely. So let's talk about why even have a logo, right? Why spend $5 having a logo, right? right? Why spend anything? The purpose of a logo is, is it shorthand. It, 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 we process visuals much faster than we do text. And it's a way of building brand recognition, right? Because you're going to be building brand recognition regularly with maybe sponsorship of little league teams and postcards that you're mailing out and flyers that you're handing out and business cards, your, your vehicle that's, that's driving down the road. These are all touch points. And we typically need multiple touch points, right? Before we say, Hey, I, I remember this, this agent, you know, I remember their focus. And so the purpose of the logo is to, is to embody your entire brand in one very succinct package that can be processed thousands of times faster than text and thousands of times faster than your elevator pitch, right? You should see that logo and instantly recognize who's the audience, right? And what I mean by that is if I said that my sole focus were veterans, right? I'm going to need some type of maybe an element to tie me to real estate, right? But I'm also going to have certain colors, right? Maybe camo or gunmetal uh, gray or something like this. I'm going to be using more sharp angles, something we just call more masculine than, you know, something that's flowing and circular, right? So there's there's different shapes. Now, the business owner, the real estate agent doesn't need to know this. They just have to communicate to a designer 
here's my audience. And the designer knows the color palette and the types of, of, of information to convey in that logo. So that's why we have a logo in the, in the first place. We want to build a consistent, uh, consistent visual representation of our brand and who we focus on. In terms of price, and this isn't talking just about crowd, generally things that are free are worth that amount, right? And so when you start looking at the free logo generators and things like this, really what they're doing, they use fancy language to say that they're taking stock photography it up. And, um, you know, they allow you to edit, but you're not a designer and design tools don't make us designers, right? And so we, we, we want to be careful that, um, you know, we're not, we're staying away from the free because free can get you into trouble. Uh, because it can rip off somebody else's intellectual property, and then they can come to you and say, "Hey, your logo is too closely related to ours." But even more scary than than getting potentially sued is the loss of business, the loss of brand recognition. There's a couple industries, and you'd probably guess these if I gave you a couple minutes. But real estate, dental, and legal are some of the worst industries for logos. They all use the same stock designs, which means they're not speaking to anybody. But you can probably think of a couple examples. You know, the, every town has, you know, the pink real estate agent, right, where they brand themselves with, you know, a very, you know, uh, Pepto-Bismol pink that stands out, right? You can recognize these in your market. Uh, but having a generic logo is going to be a loss of business. And so, you know, really what it comes down to is custom design means somebody's going to spend several hours working on your design. Um we're priced, we start at uh, $300 for a logo, but it's not just one design. You're getting dozens of custom designs and you get to pick the one that you mm-hmm. like the most and iterate to find the style that, um, you know, give give feedback and say, hey, let's, let's make some changes here. But ideally, you know, stay away from the free, you know, watch the relatives where it's somebody's cousin's sister's best friend, you know, where they say they're a designer and, and you really want to find somebody who's, been in this industry and, and knows what you're trying to do. Yeah, before we go for our break, I, I think there's two areas. Obviously, if you're starting off in this industry or you're, you've got over the first year, you're well into the second year, you, you're, you're getting leads, you're getting commission checks, the ball is rolling, right? I think there's two things that you shouldn't skimp on. When it comes to the logo, we advise our people, if you can't afford a logo and you're having one of the MailRite websites and we combine that with our digital um, marketing lead generation tools, but if you can't afford a decent logo, just choose a de- just let us choose a, de- a decent font and it just be your name. You know, right. uh, just go with a nice font. Um, it's better than a cheap-looking logo. Sure. So, And when you've got the ball rolling, invest in getting a decent logo done. done. Don't cheap on it, right? And I think your price, starting price is quite reasonable. And the second thing is don't cheap on, on professional photography of yourself. Right. Um, it, it's a bit um, – I've just recently um, had some new – professional photography done um i was a bit taken aback by the price i i I, um i think i got she did a really good job and she was a little bit disappointed that i didn't want like 10 
photos. I, I kept it to five. Um, I think she already spent the money, but um, uh, <laughs> but um, it really it is a decent investment because real estate is a person to person business, and really having out of date photography or photography of yourself that isn't done that well. I think it's awful. What, just to finish before we go to our break, what do you think of that statement? Oh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, when you look at the best way is not to look at your own brand, but to look at some other folks in your market, right? Because you'll be more critical of them than you will be of yourself. And then try and transfer what you just found over to your site. But absolutely, if you're looking at a photo that looks cheap or you're looking at a logo that looks cheap, you don't have to be a designer, right? You can, you can see that this looks cheap. Is that really what you want to communicate? You know, because that that simply means you're not successful. That simply means that, you know, if you couldn't invest a couple hundred dollars in your in your design, it probably means that you're not making enough, you know, commissions and sales to be able to afford that. And, and am I going to want to work with somebody who, you know, may or may not be successful? I don't want to take that chance. Right. And so you want to make sure that you're investing in your design. We're going to go for our break, folks. We'll be back in a few moments. I'm really enjoying this conversation with Jason. I think we've covered some really interesting stuff. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Build next-generation WordPress forms with WS Form, the only fully responsive, no-code form plugin. Choose from over 60 feature-rich field types, conditional logic, repeaters, calculations, and more than 65 integrations to build intuitive, accessible forms. Upgrade your form plugin today at wsform.com. Use coupon code WPTONIC for 20% off any WS Form edition. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. I'll be seeing Robert. I'm missing his uh, looks of, he gives me that look, doesn't he, Viz? I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm doing a reasonable job with Jason. I think so. I think so. Robert, I miss you. I hope you're having a safe flight. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Um, So to continue, I think, um, I just wondered what your thoughts, and this is very specific in some ways to the real estate industry. Um, Real estate, Real estate agents are self-employed businesses, um, and they a lot of them um, either have to be brokers or they have to work with a broker. Sure. And if you're starting out, you're best to, even if you're in a state where you don't have to, you'd be well advised to join a brokerage and get mentorship. And but a lot of brokerages. A lot of agents, they just want, they just take whatever digital package that the brokerage provides. They utilize the brokerage logo. They utilize, which they normally have to pay for with a monthly digital fee, the, the one page on the brokerage website. Or, um, um, 
I think as soon as you can, you should have your own digital presence online. You should have your own website. Use the agent, the brokerages website, but have your own website as well and have your own branding. Um, I think it's crucial. First of all, would you agree with that? And secondly, why you think it's so important? Absolutely. You know, going back to that 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 thought earlier that the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, you don't want to wait for some of these decisions. You don't know what the future is going to hold for you. You know, you might like working there currently, but what happens if that changes? Uh, what happens if it's not mutual? What if you enjoy working there, but but they don't, right? And so, you know, we've got to be careful that we invest in some platforms that that are going to to stay, right? The test of time. And the only way to do that is to have full control, right? When we think about our investment in social media platforms, uh, LinkedIn is not guaranteeing that they're going to have a profile page for you um, next year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter, Facebook, all of these channels uh, could remove you if they if they don't like you, or they could shut down. Um, and so if we invest, just like we wouldn't, you know, we'd think about that, and maybe we would, you know, collect email addresses or start building offline relationships with these folks. We also want to do that with more of the professional side. So I fully agree with you having that presence um, you know, uh, simultaneously with, you know, your presence with the brokerage just allows you to start building SEO, allows you to start playing with different ideas for your brand. Uh, so you definitely want to to build that. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, you had mentioned er- early on, maybe when we were talking offline about, you know, does a real estate agent have a brand, you know, and I think, you know, it, it, we typically think about brands as Nike, Starbucks, Disney, you know, we don't think about them as individuals or, or smaller companies. Even if you're part of a brokerage and you're really using and, and relying on that brokerage's brand and brand identity, you still have a personal brand. And the best way to think about this is, you know, acquaintances, friends, family members that don't have companies, they still have a brand, right? You would brand them as you know, that person talks too much or that person is always well-dressed. We shouldn't this, do it, but we, you well, know. But, but it's, it's natural, about, yeah. yeah. it's just natural. And it, doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be negative, right? So no. the negatives kind of stand out a little bit more, but it could yeah, be the brand around I just want this to person say, is Jason, really helpful. Yeah. I just want to say, Jason, it's scientifically proven that when we're in a room, if this has been tested, that we make a subconscious judgment mm-hmm. of new people in about a minute, and when it comes to ladies, they normally do it in 20 seconds. I'm sorry. But we make, when we're in groups, I think it's it's ingrained in our biology. It's part of the human condition, um, a survival tactic, that we make judgment calls in new groups very rapidly, don't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. They're both positive and negative. Um, and, and so we want to control that narrative, right? Because that's taking place whether we know it or not, right? When you walk into a room, when you sit across from a client, you might not think of yourself as a brand. You might be thinking you're representing, you know, another brokerage, another brand, but you are the brand, you know, the, 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 the company that, um, you know, the, the individual is not sitting in front of Remax. They're sitting in front of Jonathan, right? And so that's that's very important to think about ourselves as brands. And so then, you know, getting back to your your earlier question about, you know, should you kind of have something outside of just the brokerage? If you already have a brand being developed, 
you should be controlling that narrative. And that extends into the brand identity, which is the website and the logo and all of these things. But you should definitely start with with something uh, to be able to start building that brand. Yeah, I think that's fantastic because I, I just want to put this to you and get a comment. Is that I just really don't feel that agents really understand what they're getting involved with. And I think it's to do with a lot of um, television shows that show the most successful agents in New York and Los, um, Los Angeles. Sure. And God bless them, good luck to them. But this industry is a grind. It, it's a tough industry. You can be very successful and it's open, um, and but it's a grind. And what I don't think people understand is you got to have at least 10 conversations every day and you got to have two presentations a month. And normally, and, and you've got to practice your presentations, but unless you're really, really hopeless, I mean, really bad, it's unlikely that you're going to fail at that presentation. And you should get at least one of those presentations to be a client. Um, but they are going to check you over. They, they, you know, um, most people have a two to three real estate agents that do presentations. And the first person asked, normally the first agent that does the first presentation, in 80% of cases, uh, between 70 and 80, they are the agent that will get that client. Hmm. But they're checking over those three agents to make a decision which one they're going to ask to do that first presentation with. And what do you think they utilize as a judgment call? Your branding, your website, your images, your testimonials. They make, they make a judgment. What, what do you feel of what I've just outlined, Jason? Absolutely. I mean, I think in my own personal uh, life, you know, I, I utilize LinkedIn quite a bit, you know, so when I have a conversation with somebody or before I have a conversation, I, I, I look them up on LinkedIn to see, you know, what, what's their background, you know, how are they approaching this? What, where have they worked? Um, you know, we're, we're, we're judging them based on many different factors. Like I mentioned, you know, like what, what email are they using to respond with? Um, you know, do they have, do they have stock photography or is it professional for them? Um, and then you're looking for some type of a specialty, right? You're looking for, does this person understand my unique needs? Uh, or are they just somebody for everybody? Because with so much competition, um, I can find the person I'm looking for. I can find the person that's a specialist in my need. Um, and sometimes I don't know what my need is, right? Sometimes I need to be reminded that, oh, yeah, you know, my life is a little bit different looking for a home than somebody else's, right? It's a little bit unique and it doesn't have to be much, right? The simple fact that, you know, you have children or you work from home, you know, these are all, you know, unique specialties that an agent could specialize in to direct their clients um, towards successful properties. Yeah, I think what um, I think the good news for agents is that 
for the foreseeable future, I don't honestly feel you're going to be replaced for this reason, friends, is that it's a, it's a bit like a bar. You know, alcohol, when I, I don't drink that regularly, folks, but when I do uh, and I have a couple, I just get silly. I've noticed with other people when they've had a few drinks in them, they can get a bit mean, mean and spirited. And if you're a bar owner, you've got all the romance of being a bar owner, but that romance soon dies because you see the mean side of people um, because when they've had a few drinks in them, a lot of people can get sure. a bit nasty, can't they? Not everybody, but a few. And it's the same with sending a house. House is normally the biggest financial asset that somebody's got or will ever have. Mm-hmm. And it, selling it and dealing with somebody else and dealing with that financial transaction is going, probably going to be one of the most stressful yeah. exercises that you're going to be involved in. And trying to keep your cool and trying to keep it professional and trying not for it to descend into just a mess is pretty difficult if you're not experienced. And that's why people hire real estate agents, basically, to sell their property, to help them buy property, but to deal with the stress, which this major transaction that you're going to be involved in. and I don't think people really work it out always what that agent is there for, really, is do they? No, and, and if we want to kind of summarize what we've been talking about to tie it into that, if you want to see how important is your brand, how important are these, these quick signals that you're sending? Think about how much time somebody spends buying a house, one of their biggest assets that they'll probably own in their life, and it is not that much time. We give more <laughs> amount of time to what we're going to watch on Netflix than we do to the house. You know, it's like, it, 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 it's some hours, but it's not, it, it, it's not in connection with the price, right? You would think that, you know, how much, uh, how much this is going to impact our life. You know, how many hours are we going to spend this? We go to a couple of properties, we walk into a property, we spend maybe 10 minutes there. You know, it's not, we spend a little bit more time negotiating you add all of that up, and I think a lot of people are, are surprised how little time that actually is to make such a large financial decision, both buying and selling. And who's representing that? You know, who's standing there? It's this agent. It's a brand uh, from this person. And, and so you're making very quick decisions with something that's very expensive. I think that's a great point. It's been a fabulous discussion, Jason. How can people find out find out more about you and CrowdSpring in general? Absolutely. So we we do a lot of education. So we have a we have a blog where we speak a lot about branding and marketing and how to build this into your into your business. Um, so just go to crowdspring.com. And you can find more about uh, our categories of branding and design and our 100% money back guarantee. And also learn uh, more about branding and marketing. That's fabulous. You have to come. I've really enjoyed our discussion. You've done a fantastic job, Jason. Um, we will be back soon with another interview or internal discussion between me and Richard. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. <laughs>